The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then get on TikTok because that's taking over for all media. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are going to be talking about sex, 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 more sex, some interesting stuff, and some more sex today. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Modern, Paul Michael Bolin. Hey, who thought it was Thursday? He all tried right. to quit the show and run away, guys. He tried. He ran. Ran? You don't run anywhere. <laughs> well, literally, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are going to be talking about BDSM. So everyone being home has created an uptick in sex. And something that's been coming out a lot is people injuring themselves, uh, trying to do weird, kinky stuff. So I've brought on a dom, a dominatrix, which you all know the dominatrix. That's my assistant, Alexis. And a submissive to talk about the right ways to do BDSM, how not to accidentally hang yourself. And for the love of God. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Today we're going to be talking about the right ways to have weird sex. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just, I think it's, I guess, the weird, as weird as I get is paying with a check. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> well, there's a whole bunch going on right now. Um, and everything's depressing, of course. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. You know that the government has put out a program. If you have a business, make sure you sign up immediately to keep your employees paid. It's expanded unemployment, so please get on unemployment. Um, this ha- is going, I know everyone says, uh, you know, once we get past this, but something we all need to look at is this is going to change the world. The way we consume media, everything's going to change. There's a, great, there's a great YouTube channel I'm not affiliated with. We're not sponsoring. We have nothing to do with it. It's from mm. that. It's, it was written by, uh, it's called um, Some Good News. It's a YouTube channel by the guy from The Office. And oh, it, which, you mean Steve Carell or which one? No, Kurt Cobinski, but a long last name. Oh, oh, John Krasinski. Okay. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to call him savior because unless he can walk on water, he's not my savior. But Mm. I will say that is um, really cool to see something that is completely about that. Now, we're going to talk about sex on this show, guys. Going to be talking about sex, 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 sex. Uh, I'm going to preface it this by I believe that any kind of sex you want to have is good. Unless you touch a child or an animal, then you should be fucking shot. Um, I yeah. like to remind everyone every time we swear Ooh. we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free Just MMA. We swear because we so care. <laughs> Lex is going to kill you. Um, now, 
we've had, there's been an uptick of child predators on TikTok. I keep saying if you want to be famous, get on TikTok. But child predators are now getting on TikTok to um, follow kids. I mean, they were already there before because this isn't... This, it's it's this, an uptick. It's gotten worse since because since the kids are home, they're hanging out on TikTok. And they're actually using TikTok to try and normalize things online. Reddit and TikTok are being uh, used to normalize pedophilia. And so we all need to be aware of this. So this is not allowed to happen. Okay, Ever. so this is like... I know that there's like a, a, a very small movement, which could very well be like about 10 people. Uh, who want to try to normalize pedophilia like it's a like it's an uh, attraction or something like that, you know? Like, it's uh, yeah, they're trying to, to put it in the same lot. category as homosexuality. It's not, guys. It's not. Yeah, it's no. not the same thing. Um, yeah, but we've had yeah. people like uh, there was there was a kid online, um, something Austin, Austin Jones or Jones Austin. He was a really well known YouTuber. He was a singer, and um, I'm going to give a really good quote here. The fame monster ate him. He started um, creating child porn, but fame changes people. The fame monster eats everyone, and only the most level-headed and disciplined survive without giving in to their vices. That was actually said by a girl named Flower Gothic on YouTube, and I think it's one of the best things I heard. So if you want to get famous, guys, remember it can fundamentally change who you are. Don't give in to your vices. Um, but so this kid gets on this kid on YouTube, uh, decides that he's going to have his teenage fans twerk for him without underwear and have oh. to say into the camera while they're doing this, um, you're seeing my ass and I'm only 14. So the internet, while we're being uh, home right now, uh, is bringing out a lot of weird. We all well, need to be aware of that. At least he, he, a part of his kink was to have the uh, have incriminating evidence uh, be involved. So, you know, that's a really good point. That is yeah, a very good it's point. It's just like, ah, okay. There, there's no plausible deniability when you say, hey, do me a favor, tell me that you're 14. You know, <laughs> unless maybe you're telling somebody who's like 36 saying that. You know, you're telling somebody 36 to say that back to you. Meaning. If you're telling someone that's 36 to say that to you, then there's still uh, a serious problem. There is something not connected. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, red flag, red flag. Red flags. Okay. Uh, so um, the, the pandemic has changed everything, though. Uh, and for people like me, like today's my birthday. Um, I am terrified of aging and I can't go get my Botox. And there's a pandemic and I'm terrified of death. Um, so this is great. I'm now 33. I'm going to stay there. I'm actually 34, but I'm going to oh. say I'm 33 and stay there. So I'm 33 if anyone asks. Um, wait, I was born. No, I'm actually 33. Fuck that. No, it's like, that's better. Wait, that's better. I've been lying about my age for so long. Fine. I'm like, I just, I just did math. Um, so, but I, I'd like to be, you know, 31 again. So let's go with 31. I want to be 31. Um, but there's something terrifying about this, but I'm grateful, you know, what is it? It's, uh, you can be terrified of birthdays, but it's better than the alternative. <laughs> can be terrified of getting older, but still better than the alternative. Um, so while people are trapped at home during this terrible pandemic, we have this uptick in sex. Everyone's wanting to get freaky and kinky because they're getting bored with what's going on. And people have been hanging themselves. They have been having to go to the ER because of weird accidents with candles. One woman poured uh, boiling chocolate on herself for her partner to lick off. She now has to have skin grafts. 
Um, another one wanted to use wax, I guess, but didn't understand. I, I guess you you don't pour um, you, you don't pour the oil from uh, those those like I hate DoTerra. I hate MLMs. Pardon? What? What, what, what are they, those poured, they poured the oil. They, she picked up the candle, the oil heater that had the candle in it and poured it. So the oil and the candle um, poured all over the person and set fire to their partner. Oh, dear God. <laughs> um, so today we're going to learn how to do kinky stuff properly. That's, 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 uh, that's all I can say. And I am definitely underqualified to teach anyone about anything kinky. I have no life. Uh, well, you know. I really don't. My idea of sex is if I lay there and stare at the ceiling, will it be over soon? Um, well, I'm I just saying. I'm like, I'm like quadruply at risk now since I uh, factored in. Yeah, I'm I'm coming up on a on a larger birthday. Uh, not uh, not until August, but uh. I'm on blood thinners, I have a respiratory issue, and my insurance is complete shit. So, you know, all these things are not healthy. Yeah, I'd like you to stay in home, in, at home and never leave, please, Paul. Uh, yeah, well, you and about, yeah, I'm slowly getting the petition. But I'll come out and do your shopping, whatever, just stay there. Um... It, it's, it's, it really is. It's really scary. This is really scary. And a lot of people on one side aren't taking it seriously enough. Or they're yeah. thinking. Yeah, we, we definitely, I mean, I went out, I did some shopping last night because I just had to. Uh, but uh, yeah, wow, it's a freaking ghost town here in Burbank. Post, now, post, Postmates will shop for you for free. Hmm? There are places that it will shop for you for free. I know, but I had to actually go put you know money in an account, otherwise a rent check was going to bounce. So I had to go out. Well, that's not good. Um, no. no well, what, what's if, you're, if you're looking for rubber gloves, people, uh, go to the automotive section. They have them there. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Well, they say, what is it? Money is only good for the good that it will do. Um, that was by a crazy mortician that had a bunch of dead bodies in his basement that he was trying to take care of because he didn't like the way people were being disposed of. But mm -hmm. I thought it was the coolest thing I ever heard. Money's only yeah. good for the good it will do. So True. spend your money, money can on... buy a lot of evil and rent it. Mm-hmm. Money's only good for the good it'll do. But I do want to say um, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking about sex, 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 sex. So catch us on Twitter, catch us on Facebook. We're going to answer some of your questions. But I will say this. Um, thank you very, very much to Scott Haskin for the beautiful music. He always does our intro music. I'm going to say thank you very, very much to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon. Thank you for always making me red carpet ready. Off-Road Rentals and True Rest Sedona and Las Vegas do our giveaways. You guys know that. Um, you'll find True Rest Float Spas in Sedona and Las Vegas, but you can use your gift certificate at any True Rest and Off-Road Rentals, the ATV place. As soon as we're allowed out again, go use it. I know the people that won it last time wanted to know if we could open up for them to use it. No, they can't really do that. But as soon as we're off quarantine, go use it. Um, and, and, of course, the new Palm Springs Diet. While you're stuck at home, spread under your tongue and get skinny. I know a lot of places are putting together exercise things. Um, one of our guests is um, 
a martial artist and he puts out daily exercises for everyone, but he's here to talk about sex, not exercise. I guess sex could be exercise. So t- send in your uh, ooey gooey, dirtiest, stickiest sex questions and we're going to talk all about them. And if I can't answer them and Paul can't answer them, we've got people that can. <laughs> I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. And from now on... I still can't believe it's Friday. Oh, I yeah, still yeah. can't believe it's Friday. And from now on, we're going to try and keep the show light. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to be talking to people on TikTok. There is enough depressing shit with the pandemic. So no more politics, no more bullshit. Unless there's a real need for it, we are going to keep this show light and funny because that's the point of having Paul. He's always funny. Unless he gets into politics, then he's serious. (laughs) um, We'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Boland. And I am going to say, I think his expertise in porn is going to come in really handy today. And this is probably going to be a show where I am very, very quiet because today is all about sex. I kind of want to play that song, Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. So I'm reading 
this. You're going to read that bio, but first I'm going to introduce. Okay, so our guest today, you all know my assistant, Alexis. I talk about her being a dominatrix. She is a legit domé in real life, not for money, but for fun. Um, she was raised in an orphanage in Peru. She learned multiple languages. She attended private schools because of it. She went to high school um, after graduating high school. She moved to America. She bullied me into becoming my assistant. From there, she became a producer. She has she, she's really, really incredible. She's actually the producer of this show. She's on as one of our guests today, and she's terrified of speaking in public. So please give her lots of questions and make her uncomfortable because it's funny. Our second guest is a friend of the show. His name's Jared Fiorda. He is a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo, a mixed martial artist. He's an instructor in jiu-jitsu and Hokkaido. He's a competitive MMA cage fighter, so he punches people for money, not just for fun. He founded Free MMA, a free gym in Cathedral City, which is one of the places we support. You guys know about it because we give money to it every time we use bad language. In order to give financially insecure households the same opportunities that his mother gave him, which is martial arts lessons. He believes they change the world. And our next guest, there is no way I can, I can read this with, without turning red as a tomato. So Paul is, and I love this woman. Her name is Kitty Jaguar. Paul? My name is Kitty Jaguar, and I am an anal lover. My main pleasure delivers from making people come, then they watch porn. I'm a cock-loving nasty bitch because only of the fact that my asshole is tattooed with those words, but I truly love sex and live it 24-7. I believe sex is a fundamental human experience and can also be so amazing when done safely with consent and plenty of communication between partners. She is my new favorite person. That is the best intro we have ever read on this show. Don't tell anyone else this. <laughs> um, so, guys, I'd like to welcome everyone to the show. We are going to be talking about sex, BDSM, and maybe, you know, how people can avoid injuring themselves while they are at home in quarantine. So, Jared, you there? Yep. Yes, I'm here. Alexis, you there? I am. Do we have Kitty yet? I think she'll be on in a minute. Okay, we do not have Kitty yet. So we're going to start with you guys. Guys, tell everyone a little bit about yourselves and why you are here to talk about sex. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. I like this part. So uh, as you said, I'm a martial artist and a cage fighter. I also run the nonprofit Free MMA, which, by the way, holy shit, it's great to be back. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I'm here today is because uh, the counterpart of Alexis, she's a dom, eh, would be a regular dom. And no, I do not do it for money either. I do it for pleasure. But that is why I'm here today to give my wisdom and my expertise on the BDSM lifestyle. Alexis? Um, so as you know, I'm terrified of public speaking. So the reason I'm here is because Summer said that I was going on air today. <laughs> um other than that, I wouldn't. And I love that Jared had to clarify that, you know, he doesn't do it for money. Men aren't, they don't assume that men do it for money. It's just very sexist. Um, but I... I was just going off a personal domain. experience. Pardon? I was just going off a personal experience. So, yeah, there we go. You know what, just for that comment, Alexis, I now do it for money. You do? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, we gotta uh, we, we, wait to wait for those Trump checks, you know. Uh, there we go. 
And we have totally yeah. messed up Alexis. Alexis, please go. Oh, this is great. Keep messing with her. She messes with me all the time. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to have a dominatrix as an assistant? I get behind no, stuff. And she's like, all. she berates me. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what are you doing? Or she'll walk in. And she's like, hey, this is really important. Give me your hands. And she'll sit there, tongue up my wrist. I'm like, what are you doing? Practicing. Aren't you supposed to be at work? No, I'm done with my work. Well, I'm not. Yeah, tough. Give me your wrists. She just does it, though. She lets me practice all my knots. Uh, you're, you're a very good friend. <laughs> um, so, yes, I'm Summer's assistant. I am the producer of this show, and I am a domain. Okay. So, Paul, you've been you've worked in the adult film industry. You've done a whole bunch. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself so they know uh, when you talk about sex where you're coming from, especially because I'm going to have you give people the advice to stop recording themselves at home. Uh, they're doing it from the wrong angles, and for the love of God, ick. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Really, uh, most of most, uh, the stuff that I've done in the porn industry literally seems like I'm an inside-outsider. So uh, I haven't really gone into most of this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I don't think my PO would like me tying people up. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, there's, there's just that. that. And as far as my PO knows, I don't. Okay? So. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. So um, I got, I, I, my first sexual experience was with my husband, my ex-husband, when I was 18, right before he went to Iraq. So um, I have nothing to contribute to this. So I'm going to let you guys take over a little bit. Some of the questions we got on Twitter have to do with what do you mean people are injuring themselves? How are they injuring themselves? And what can we do to occupy ourselves because sex is getting boring? So I'm going to throw it first to Alexis. How can they avoid injury when playing with ropes? Don't be a dumbass. Use the right rope. Okay, That's can you say that and sound like less of a dick? Research. No. <laughs> okay. No, okay. I, I, agree I, 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 I can say, you're going to I can say this because I speak from garage. experience on it. Pardon? There's oh, a special rope. You cannot just go out to your dad's garage and grab whatever rope's hanging there by one of the hooks and hope that it works. Uh, you're going to get some nasty scars like that. I can say yeah, I can't imagine hemp stuff being Don't good. use that like, plastic one. It leaves really nasty scars. You left scars on someone? I did. <laughs> did he deserve it? <laughs> yes. Retrospectively, he definitely deserved it, but that it wasn't because of what we did in the bedroom. Guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell him. <sighs> okay. And, and yes, Paul, there's a very specific type of rope that's like really, really soft. Now, people are starting to use zip ties. What? And that was how someone died. (laughs) Wait, wait, that's going to cut into the wrist. But they put it around their neck. Oh, asphyxiation. Is is it big enough for that? Was it a zip tie? (laughs) See, I have to blame Well, the problem was they couldn't loosen it, and the person died. That's why you always carry, you keep a pair of scissors or a knife. No, 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 you don't use zip ties at all. No, I'm going with Paul. No zip ties. No, I'm not saying, 
Okay. No freaking zip ties. Zip ties. I specifically blame Fifty Shades of Grey for that bullshit. Don't, Ale- no, Alexis is no, still no. mad at Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I'll say, I'll say this: there's a special pop- type of scissors the, that we use in the uh, that we use in the industry, like when we fight and get our hand wraps done by professionals before a fight. There's a special type of scissors, got a soft top, and you just cut up, you just cut what you need without injuring the skin. So you know when you put that bag over someone's head and you tighten and you can't get the knot out, you just put the scissors under and cut it. Why is yeah, there a bag on someone's head? Technician, I believe they're called emergency technician shears, EMT shears, if I'm not mistaken. But those things will cut through a penny. Okay, so oh, wow. next next question, you guys are horrifying me. Um, what is something people <laughs> no, can do? Again, no zip ties. None. None, none, none. <laughs> what is something I people can do? Awards. I'm both network and everybody here involved. No zip ties. No zip ties. It's very plain. Um, what is something people can do now that they're trapped at home alone to spice up their sex life if they want to get a little kinky? Wine bottles. What? Oh, no. No. Well, I mean, you got to stretch first. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Is that supposed to be helpful? Okay. I think there are things that are designed to be put inside people. Stick to those. Um, There are websites you can get things from to do that. And Amazon is still delivering. So Amazon's where you go. <laughs> an array of things that you can buy there. Maybe don't stick things that aren't meant to go places, places. Now, for anyone yeah, that's looking... The best thing you can get is lubricant. That was one of the questions we got. I tried to have anal sex with my partner. It hurt really bad. He couldn't get in and I was bleeding. What did I do wrong? Did, did he use that Aussie lubricant? What's uh, that? What? The Aussie lubricant, that's the old, you know, spit and rub. Um. Ah. What kind of lubricant <laughs> should they be using? Like a water base. Now, is there a certain way to get this done? Properly. Lex? Well, Lex, what's yeah. the right way? Lex, okay. What is the right way to do this? Yeah. Yeah, Lex, Wait, go ahead. What's the right way to do this? Wait, I sorry, I lost the first part of that. Uh, what was the question? Butt stuff. Go. Butt stuff. Um, start small, use lube. And communication. Uh, start small with, like, toys, right? Not uh, gentle, not Maybe dates. a finger? You have to, like... Gradually size up. Like try you start fingers. with a midget and go up there. I went. No, you're talking <laughs> about the, <laughs> the Do the old, do the old dipstick trick. I mean, that does sound like we're more of a fun night, but you guys are supposed to be helping people. I'm ashamed of all of you, except Paul. He's the one that's behaving. I'd like you both to think about this. We are going to break. Come back. We are going to be on. With our very, 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 very special guest, Kitty, and maybe she, (laughs) maybe Kitty Jaguar, can rescue the show. I'm Sam Helling. We are on with my co-host, host host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland, our very, very special guests, Kitty Jaguar, Jared Fiorda, and Alexis Romero. We'll be right back after this. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin, and our yeah. very, very, very special guest for the day, Jared Fiorda, who is now going to take a time out because he's been bad. Alexis Romero, who is my assistant. She's also a dome. Um... And Jared is a dom, and we have our very, very special guest, uh, Kitty Jaguar. Now, I know we've read your intro before, Kitty, but could you tell everyone mm-hmm. a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I do, I'm a professional porn star, and my specialty is anal. <laughs> I am a lover of all sorts of butt stuff and safe butt stuff. <laughs> Could you? Uh, that's a good thing. Now, could you tell everyone? One of the questions we got before the break was: this girl had tried to have uh, anal sex with her boyfriend. He tried to put it in. It was painful. There was bleeding. How to do it properly? I would start off with a finger and plenty of lube. I think uh, the the muscle reacts to the stress levels, and if you're stressed out about anal it's uh it's not gonna help your body at all your body's gonna tense up your muscles are gonna contract so i would just suggest like playing with the finger around the butthole i'm not even talking about this penetration just playing with the butthole using um plenty of lube i personally personally use coconut oil as a lube and it's also antibacterial which is amazing (laughs) But, I would, yeah, I would start off just with a finger, massaging around the butthole, and just little by little move your way up the ladder. They also sell, you know, a bunch of different sort of anal anal toys. Uh, what are they called? Um, 
it's like uh, they have different sizes. So you start from like the smallest and then work your way up. If there's bleeding, it's probably because there's a lesion of some sort. Uh, and his dick might have been too big, you know? You can't just go from zero to a, a hundred. I I can definitely, I can I can agree to that. Now, yeah, I'm going to ask... Solid, thank you. That's, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm going to ask everyone to uh, put out your social media now because we always get caught up talking. So, uh, Kitty, where can everyone find you online? Yeah, my main site is com, And on Twitter, you can find me under KittyJaguarXXX. I always post tips on my media about, like, anal, especially because, uh, you know, I love it so much. And... I, I didn't always love it. I remember I had a really terrible experience the first time because the guy didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. But it's always cool when people hit me up and ask me, like, hey, which kind of toys can I use? Or, like, what can I do in order to, like, enjoy it? If there's something that I also can recommend is stay away from anal numbing creams because if the body is telling you that there's pain, it's for a reason. I don't ever use anal numbing creams. I think they can be really harmful as anything. That's a, I like that. That's a good tip. Um, Jared, where can everyone find you? So, uh, all, all social media, including my website, is just Bear, uh, Jared Bear Fiorda, or uh, just Bear Fiorda is perfectly fine to find me wherever. Okay. Lex? Alexis C.J. Romero on all platforms. You got to have a cool nickname, buddy. And Paul? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be hiding out for the next week, so I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you guys, all of you, um, and you all know where to find me because you're currently talking to me on Twitter. Um, people are looking for fun things they can do at home. Everyone's getting into uh, BDSM. We had someone strangle themselves with a zip tie. We've had uh, a man who used rubber bands to try and make a homemade uh, penis ring and had to have his penis amputated. We have people doing all sorts of dumb stuff. Um, what are some things people would do? Jesus. I, I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> I just read the article. Um, what are Ew. some things that people could do to like spice up their sex lives at home now that we're all in quarantine? I think I Paul kind of had it right. Just... If it's safe, add a midget. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just, they're, they're, they're never half price, though. Just saying. Sorry, guys, to interrupt you, but I think we should just stick to using sex toys instead of trying to shove in, like, random objects in our butts. <laughs> like, the, the hospital... Hospitals right now are already too busy to be dealing with us <laughs> right now. So. <laughs> to be dealing with uh, sexual problems. Yeah, although it yeah. might add a little levity to the situation, you know, coronavirus, 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 uh, part of a candlestick right up Happy Land, you know, no, uh, so, yeah. There was one woman who just, uh, instead of using hot wax, she melted chocolate, poured it down herself, and now has to have skin grafts. So people are getting pretty yeah, desperate for fun to do. And that sounds really painful. <laughs> yeah, can- candy does not melt like wax. Well, I think the sugar would keep burning. 
Now, for what all of you, I'm like? going to ask. Um, uh, your with with your experiences with sex. Um, how are you guys now that you're home on quarantine? Are you guys? What are you guys doing to spice up your own sex lives now that you're home on quarantine? I've actually been arresting my hold. <laughs> She's like, I'm taking a break. I've been shooting so much. Like before this, that right now I've kind of been taking a little hiatus. This is good for my own body, my mind, just to take a little step back. And yeah, the only thing I've been doing is masturbating, <laughs> which is a little sad. I miss penis so much. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Paul, what about you? I ain't doing shit. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to do that whole find a partner first. So, uh, didn't pair off before the pandemic. You know, there you go. So. That, that is a problem for those that didn't that? pair off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Social distancing. Remembering people, I'm kind of a dick anyway. So, it's just. We're just going to go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alexis, what are you doing to survive the pandemic? I know you're not getting any. Oh, You've been screaming about it for days. I, I, I'm on quarantine, so that means zero dick for me. Um, <laughs> now, is it I'm hard so for sad. you to find partners? I mean, you're a dom Is that hard to explain to people in your personal life? Um, so yeah. I'm <laughs> like, yeah. all aware. <laughs> I would say dating, it becomes difficult, especially if you're looking outside of the lifestyle. And Jared, what about you? Well, I just want to say first, I would think it's hard for Alexis to explain that because everyone's going to think like Fifty Shades, oh, she's going to tie me up. I have a, I have a strong girl until they realize that she's going to wear the penis. And that's not <laughs> what they're uh, that's a, I'm no, just I, is there a difference between a dom and a dom a? Okay, there you go. What's the difference between um, a dom, a dom well, a? Those are two things. Okay. Right. So, well, let's yeah, try this. Just, um, you're a dom, Jared. What does that mean? Uh, so, for me personally, it just means that I'm the one who's running the scene in the bedroom. Regardless of what's happening, I'm giving the direction. I'm making sure things are staying safe, in line, the other person's comfortable, uh, and they're both getting what we want. It basically means it just means who's, who's kind of in charge. Okay, and then, uh, Alexis, you're a domate. What's that mean for you? Well, always, every scene falls under the parameters of saying Satan consensual, uh, but realistically, I like to be in charge of the situation as well. Controlling the scene brings me comfort, and it brings my partner's comfort, well, some of them. Okay, and then, Kitty, what are you into? I'm actually a submissive. <laughs> I, um, I, I've been in a relationship with a dom before, and um, aside of the sexual stuff, we had three really important rules that were the fundament fundamental basis of our relationship. The first one was real world first. No matter what the scene is, we always have to think of others. Um, another rule that I had with him is that 
I am in his possession, and as part of his possession, it is also my job to take care of his possessions. Okay. And well, yeah. And then I can't remember. I'm losing the other one right now. <laughs> I just got put on the spot. But yeah, basically, I just trusted him to take care and to take control of every everything. And question him. I just allowed him to do what he wanted. But it was also because he always had his best. He had my best interest in mind. And I always had his best interest in mind also. I like that. Now, what's the hardest thing for you guys about being in a BDSM relationship? Let's start uh, with John Hiffenens. <laughs> Let's start with Alexis, then we'll go with Kitty, then we'll go with Jared. Cool. I think the hardest part of being in a BDSM relationship or having BDSM incorporated in your mm -hmm. life in general is, for me, it boils over into every aspect of my life. It's not just sexual. It's I am in control in my friendships, in my day-to-day. -day. Well, if you ask my boss, she would probably say, you know, at work as well. I don't know. You don't. Yeah, she's bossy. Just, I, I've heard. <laughs> um but I would say the biggest challenge would probably be that there is no stopping. Like, that's not, like, there's no off switch that's going to turn that off. Okay. Um, Kitty, what about you? Uh, the hardest part is finding people that know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> and that I can trust completely to get into, like, extreme situations because, you know, after all, I am putting myself in a very vulnerable situation so I think the hardest part is just finding people that know what the hell they're doing. How does one know what the hell they're doing without trial and error? Yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, I'm going to ask Jared, though, real quick. Jared, what about you? In my experience, I've always found the communication is probably the most difficult aspect of this style of relationship because, God forbid, that person uh, just tells you, oh, you know, do whatever you want or they say, oh, I'm not really sure what I'm into. Let's just try whatever. And then you're out there yeah. thinking, oh, okay, then cool. they're cool for this. And you do you do something wrong. You do something painful. And then you know, drop the hat. Oh, I hate that. I don't want that. Don't touch me. But you didn't communicate. So I think the hardest part is finding people who are, who are self-aware, who will tell you up front, oh, I like this. I don't like this. I haven't tried this. I don't want to try this. Being able to properly articulate your thoughts is huge uh, for a relationship like this. Now, for each of you, have you dated anyone outside of the BDSM community? I haven't dated anybody outside of the BDSM community and porn community. I feel like when I, when I started doing porn, it actually ruined <laughs> my sex life because now, like, I, I don't even want to date civilians. I'm not interested in dates. It's just like now I just want to work and get paid. It's kind of sad. I do miss so like, sad. those relationships now. <laughs> but, yeah. I can see that. Alexis, what about you? I have tried dating outside of the BDSM lifestyle. And in my experience, it doesn't go well. Um, I think... 
one of the things that you really have to focus on is uh, you are going to try dating somebody that's out of the lifestyle. Well, my first recommendation would be don't. Uh, and next, it would be have clear communication and make sure that they're aware of the situation prior to getting involved or trying to take anything sexual in any aspect. Okay, and Jared, what about you? I absolutely have dated uh, and am currently dating outside uh, the, the BDSM world. The only thing I want to say with that, and it's a piggyback off of what Alexa says, and that is uh, you definitely want to be upfront about what you're looking to do. Because if you're not sexually compatible, then there's a, a low chance of success. Because if you guys don't enjoy each other in bed, that's going to trickle into all the other aspects of your relationship. Now, that said, I personally believe that everyone has their own kink. It, there's tons of them. Everyone has something that kind of you know tickles their fancy a little more than just regular sex. Everyone likes a little something else, whether it's a special candle smell, whether it's a spank here or there. There's something for everybody. Now, if you're dating someone outside the BDSM community, um, how does it work? Do you just avoid your kinks? And this is to um, all three of you. Do you avoid your kinks? I mean, how do you make it work? Well, I'll go first then. Uh, you, you talk to them and you tell them, and if they say, oh, well, I'm not really into all that, then it's not going to work. I think what's important is that you have the person says, okay, I'm willing to try that. I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm into it, or I've tried and I'm not into it, but I'll do it because it makes you happy and we can be safe about it. So if it, if it comes down to they won't work with you, it, there's no chance. But if they're willing to or have tried it before and just want to make you happy, that can work. What about um, now? I know I'm going to, this is me knowing Alexis's private life. Alexis, you <laughs> dated a guy that was very, very against this. Um, and I know that caused a lot of problems for you. Yes. Well, thank you for such an in-depth answer. Yeah, I know. What about you, Kitty? <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of details out of that one, huh? All right. There you go. <laughs> what about you, well, Kitty? I can, I, yeah, I can answer. <laughs> yeah. It is hard for me. I haven't been able to date outside of the king community at all because, first of all, the type of porn that I do is very intense. People automatically get turned away, and I'm the type of person that I tell them on the first date that this is what I do, and it just doesn't work out for me. So it hasn't. They have a problem with you doing. They have a problem with you doing porn. Yeah, all the time. Well, fuck them. They suck. They, 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 listen, and they all say they want a nasty bitch until they get one. <laughs> you know what? Fuck them. I don't like them. They're on my shit list now. Um, no, no, that, 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 that sucks. That's the point where you say don't. <laughs> yeah, it's such a shame. But I'm, what I'm not ashamed of is my job. So I always tell them right away. And if they can't handle it on the first date, then this. There's a fucking good chance that they're not going to handle it ever. No, that's that's what Jared's been talking about, which is communication. So, there you go. Yeah. Now, what advice for everyone? That's so hard, you know. It, it sounds easy. Oh, well, just talk to each other. Like, it's, it's really hard, and you have to trust each other and yourself. Communication is not as easy as it sounds, but 
man, when you can have a relationship with someone that you can be open like that about, it's beautiful. Well, it makes a difference. I think if people can't trust you and you can't trust each other, and that's one thing, um, BDSM is not my thing, but I respect people in that community because you guys have to be so open. Absolutely. And then not just that, you're just, you're putting your life at, you know, in someone else's hands. That's true. Now, I'm going to ask you all this, and you don't have to answer it, but I really, really, really want to know. Um, what is, like, your biggest kink that you're afraid of bringing up with your partner that you have, and how did you bring it up? I'm going to start with Alexis, then go to Kitty, <laughs> then go to Jared. Alexis? You're just dead set and determined to ask me first, huh? Um, no... I would say that the one of my biggest kings is I do enjoy um, pegging guys. That is one of my biggest turn-ons, especially if it's done right, because I enjoy seeing men aroused. Now, I know, like, you've put your hands in a guy's butt. You're welcome for me telling the whole world this because you told me, so I'm punishing you. Um, and and so I I know you're really really into that how do you deal with guys that aren't how do you broach that Um, I stopped pursuing anything with them because I've tried that in the past and it doesn't work out well so if it's something that people are adamantly against I I'm not going to be flexible because I think that if you're not true to who you are and comfortable with yourself and you're consistently around somebody that isn't comfortable with that or has an adamant, I'm not going to try anything attitude, it will, in the end, cause damage to you, your self-esteem and how you perceive yourself. And, getting into the BDSM lifestyle, it is very spring, but I know for me, I was raised in a ultra-religious background, so becoming okay with that was very difficult for me. So someone damaging, it's hard. Okay. Now, we have about two minutes left, so I'm going to ask the same thing to Kitty and to Jared, and I'd love to get Kitty on again because we've got a bunch of questions on Twitter that we just didn't answer. Kitty, what is uh, your biggest kink? Oh, geez. It's hard, too. My my biggest thing is double anal. But the problem is finding guys that are down to share a hole like that. Even in porn, I've actually had more of an issue trying to um, schedule porn scenes with guys in porn. And I've actually done double anal just on my private life, which I think it's so crazy. I was like, how does it that these guys in my private life are going to do it, but not porn stars? <laughs> That's fun. Oh, that That is interesting. I like that. Um, Jared, what about you? So I'll say this, and Lex, I'm sorry if, if, this, if this ruins this. Because uh, you help me with my social media. You help me my uh, my promotion of myself as a fighter. So I'm sorry if this tanks my image a little bit. Oh, okay, just say it. Thank you. Thanks for for permission. Uh, I'm actually really into, and consensual, it's still consensual, but I'm into rape play. 
and that's the that's basically you you put on this persona, you put on this, this these characters of the victim and the assaulter and the attacker, and it's all consensual. We all know what's happening. It's just in our own fantasy uh, that we're pretending as if it's forced sex. Okay. Um, Paul, do you have anything you want to share? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no. No. I don't know. I think I win. I'm good. Do I win? I'm win. <laughs> I didn't. I ain't winning nothing. Nope. No. Nope. No, no, so no, I'm. I'm gonna, so Wait. I'm going to ask you guys. We're at the very, very end of the show. What advice would y'all give? Um, we have about one minute left to everyone that's stuck at home and bored and looking for something kinky to do. I'm going to say, watch Kitty. I'm going to put up some links to her videos. She's gorgeous. What else can they do? Avoid light bulbs. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> lots of people. Oh, okay. Kitty, your advice? If, if, if it's not meant to go in your holes, don't put it in your holes. <laughs> get, get toys that are adequately, you know, um, not adequate, but that are proper <laughs> so that you don't have to go into a hospital <laughs> with a fucking so corn stuck little... up your asshole. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, the hospital's overburdened. Your, Don't your add. ex's old My Little Pony doll. Just leave that back on the shelf. Or leave it back. I love it. All right, Jared, what about you? What's your advice? <laughs> I, I, I'd, say, I'd say start incorporating maybe some toys, maybe a different aspect to your relationship. So if you guys are doing the same thing over and over and over again, just add a, add a plug here and there. Add a ball, guys. Just, just test the waters a little bit. Dip your foot in the water. I like that. Thank you guys very, very much for joining us. Um, Kitty Jaguar, I'm going to put up some links to her. She's gorgeous. She's fabulous. Kitty, can we get you back on the show? I'm sorry. Oh, what was that? Could we get you back on the show? Because I have a lot of questions for you. We didn't get to ask. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so we will get back on with Kitty. I want to say thank you to Kitty Jaguar. I want to say thank you to Alexis Romero. I want to say thank you to Jared Fiorda. And, of course, to my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. I'm Summer Bye. Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. You can always find me on Twitter. I'm at Summer Helene everywhere. You guys know that because you send me a lot of emails. Now I've got a lot of penis pictures. Thanks, guys. No, I'm not going to tell you if you can do porn. Send them to Paul. We'll see you next no. week. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.